0: You're listening to Brunch with me, Noreen Mir, on this Thursday morning. And what a treat it is to welcome back on the program the one and the only Sadia Usmani. <laughs> we every week. Yes. You are the only one. The I am. Only. Yes,
1: I, am yeah. right, I don't know whether there's another Sadia Osmani in Hong Not Kong. Not as
0: good special. as you in yeah. anywhere in the world. Yes, yeah,
1: I'm, I'm unique, just like the brands that are out there. Oh, nice segue.
0: (laughs) Very nice. So what have you got for our listeners on this chinwag?
1: Well, it's funny because I was going to come in today to talk about something else. And then this morning I just saw this article, which I thought was very interesting because I have an opinion about some of these things as well. And um, it's really just about this whole thing about brands, Right. Uh, and I know Hong Kong is way up there where it comes <laughs> because you only have to go around shopping and all you see are big brand shops and things. Right. But supposedly um, there's an article um, and from the BBC website, which I saw this morning, and it's probably an older one. And it's happened a while back. But it said um, there was a 17, a 17 year old girl, Zoe Gabriel, posted on TikTok about her first luxury bag. She's 17. She's 17. What? But, but listen to this. Ah, oh, see, now listen. You've already started to judge. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's quite good. Sorry. OK, so listen to the story. So this 17-year-old girl posted on TikTok about her first luxury bag, a tote bag from retailer Charles and Keith, purchased by her father for the princely sum of $79.90. So this is US dollars. So, you know, not not particularly expensive as such. Um, And the Post and those that followed have now drawn tens of millions of views and it's snowballed into a wider debate about class and social inequality in Singapore. And a wealthy country where obviously the government is becoming wary of increasing signs of stratification, right? It says Charles and Keith is a Singaporean mid-range brand dubbed Little CK, Little Calvin Klein, in China and Taiwan and is also popular in countries such as India and Thailand but but what happened is that you know all of the it, the actual post has now had more than 20 million views right and people have commented and said calling this luxury is the same as calling a fast food restaurant fine dining said one you know, TikToker, right? And Zoe, the eldest of four children, responded with an emotional video referencing a commentator who had said with a laughing emoji, who's going to tell her? oh it was so nasty now you see now your your sympathies toward the 17 year old are increasing a wee bit
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> definitely and plus she's just 17 but when you said brand i, I sorry i my, my mind jumped to like the yeah, big yeah yeah the, the, the massive brand. but yeah you're right this is also a, a brand yeah as well. and
1: then yeah. then so what happens is in the pose? she put this video up right and and supposedly more than The Post seen more than six million times. She said, growing up, I did not have a lot. My family didn't have a lot. To you, an 80 pound, $80 bag may not be a luxury, but to me and my family, it is a lot. Well said. Absolutely. And she said this time the reaction was overwhelmingly positive. Zoe's TikTok following has since jumped by more than 200,000, while Charles and Keith and other brands also piled her with gifts. Zoe, who moved to Singapore with her family from the Philippines in 2010, told the BBC that while she was heartened by the online support, she felt overwhelmed and sad by comments that criticised her father, a mechanical engineer, and she has since deleted them. She said, I also didn't understand why it was so hard for people to understand why the bag meant so much to me in a sentimental and monetary sense, she said. The the debate has reached the upper echelons of Singapore's political life with Lawrence Wong, the current deputy of PM, who is due to become the country's next leader, alluding to the episode in a speech urging Singaporeans not to be overly preoccupied with status and social prestige.
0: Well said. Yeah, it's true. Sorry, I, I backtrack a little bit. Um, when you said brand, I, I yes. my mind automatically yes. jumped to the, yes. you know, the one, um, you know, beginning with an F or like L. Or, well, absolutely. You know. I mean, you know,
1: they're all there, <laughs> and and I and it's interesting because I mean, here we're talking about Singapore. I, as I said, I've got a bit of a bee of my bonnet about this one too, actually, because, I'm I find it really quite um, appalling how people are so kind of obsessed with these things okay listen you may have, you may be very rich you may have a lot that's fine just buy what you like, wear it, enjoy it and that's it. But don't judge but others. Don't judge others. Exactly. Um, the one thing I found, it's interesting because the one thing I found certainly in Hong Kong and I've noticed this on a number of occasions um, you know you can go through malls and things and depending upon how you may be dressed at the time like if you just thought oh, I'm just going to pop into the mall and just get this and go and get this or just have a look g- g- just have a good walk or whatever um, I find, so I have found in Hong Kong and this is as I said on a couple of occasions, where shop assistants who are in these shops, now they are shop assistants who are working and trying to do a good job for the brand, whatever, but they can be very condescending. And I can see that when you walk into one of these places, people can argue up and down, check out your trainers, check out your clothes, check out your bag. Based on their checking out, they will... they will not be checking out in that store. <laughs> they, will, they will basically decide at that point by looking at you whether or not they're really going to give you the service that you're looking for. So if you are seriously going in there, I have one particular occasion where I, and this is my personal experience, um, I went in. To a store, and um, I was looking for nice some 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 nice sunglasses, right? And they were branded ones, and I thought oh, that's quite nice. And then I thought, okay, yeah. And then this guy was felt it felt to me as if he was a little bit, yeah. Do you want to have a look at them? Like there was no enthusiasm, no customer service, no nothing, thinking, oh, she's just not interested. I don't think she's got the capability of buying these type. Th- I just seriously yeah. felt this. Then I said, you know what? Hold these for me. I'm just going to go and have a look around to see if there's anything better. And I did actually like those ones. And it was a bit of a treat because my birthday was coming along. And I thought, OK. And, um, and so then when I went back, he'd put them all away. Oh, and he'd actually shame. take them out for me and yeah. he he put them away and I said I came in earlier can I have a look at those and he said oh yeah I and then he just I just said look can you leave it this here I'll be back so he didn't take it seriously and um and I said yes I'd like to get those. thank you right but I I feel that like even, shop, I think, regardless of who you are, which shop you're in, you should still treat whatever, whoever the customer is who comes in with respect. And, Absolutely. And I find that that is something I find very distasteful. And, and I think it's... But I, I don't see it. Like, I have been to Harrods and I've been to Selfridges and London and other places. People can walk in in any old drab stuff, whatever. But people who are serving have got a thing of customer service where think, yes, madam, can I show you this? Could I show you this? Because you don't know. A millionaire, can a billionaire can walk around with whatever they like. Yeah, but Li it's not for you wears, to judge. Lee Ka-Shing wears a Casio
0: watch, for example. There you go. you
1: know. You know. It,
0: yeah, I, I do find... So I, mean, I think
1: I, this kind of whole condescending judgment thing, and also I think, you know, the power of social media is that we have found this article and we have seen this and it has attracted attention to actually get people political people involved to actually have a say in this. But, um, But really, if you think about it, then social media can break you or make you, you know, and social media has that power that they, you know, people can come up with very catty remarks. Now, if that was to somebody who was perhaps having a few issues, having a few concerns in their life, that might be the breaking point for somebody to think that, mm-hmm. my goodness, I'm being treated like people this. People just
0: mean sometimes on social media, yeah. you know, it's uh, keyboard warriors. I feel like they say things to people that they may not actually say to their face but on a behind the computer Mm. screen behind the keyboard they they type whatever they want but going back to something you said you know I've grown up in Hong Kong all my life and and yeah I, I, I I guess I was shielded from it somewhat um, because my circle, like my mom and my grandma and my friends didn't really wear branded yeah, clothes. Well, I, my grandma would always say you know, if you look nice in an item and yeah. my mom would always say, if you look nice in an item, it doesn't matter if it's $50 $500 or more whatever you want to spend on it, you'll look nice in that. You should be the one wearing the clothes not the clothes wearing you. Right,
1: But then but then there is a huge... But as I
0: grew up here in Hong Kong, yeah, as absolutely. now I'm working I do feel that and sometimes when you meet people on the job or when yeah, you meet people
1: and yeah and sorry you've known mean? me
0: for for, for so yeah. many years now I don't particularly dress up, you know. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, I don't wear branded clothes or anything. But there are occasions where you think, oh, people will look at you, and you just have to hold your head up high, and you, you know, you, you wear nice. You know, you, I'm still wearing nice clothes. I'm just not yeah, wearing I think the we, branded the, I clothes. I think
1: that society has established a sort of norm about these things. Like, you know, I have a, a a good banker friend in London, and you know, she works for one of the big four, and and she just says that, well, you know, I can't walk into a meeting and not be carrying a bag that people know is not a designer but you know it has to be That's exactly what my friend who works in banking. And she has no and she says it's something I have to do. And I remember not long ago I was talking to somebody one of my someone in my bank and um and she had beautiful nails and I said, Oh, your nails look lovely and then she said Yeah, you know, I have to do this. It is part of my job. I have to look like the part and I have to look good. But, you know, it's like these expectations, I think, that people have. It's a shame Um, that we have
0: to conform
1: to these things. Yeah, people have to. And I think it's a strength of character that you can come out and say, well, no, I'm happy. I generally choose things which I think, oh, this looks quite nice. Uh, That will suit me. Okay. But, you know, I will be hesitant to go into and pay a huge amount because I always feel like, hang on, if I can pay this amount for this, there are other people who need this kind of stuff. I would rather do something else. Yeah. But I'll benefit. You and, know. you
0: know, and it's not about, you. Know, and, and uh, you know, we're totally respecting people who buy brands occasionally. We'll treat ourselves to like, you know, I, I've i never looked into Charles and Keith, but after this, I'll, I'll take a look. <laughs> I'm sure they're having a Yeah, a huge slot at the moment. <laughs> exactly. But like my granddad, for example, he will always, I mean, he loves watches and he, I remember when I was growing up, he always said, um. He you know, Noreen, you've got to buy a Seiko when you grow up. Um, they, they, their stainless steel is the best material. And well, you know, you know I I think sorry, the I'm not whole, promoting a particular But it's of that mentality as Kim growing up in yeah. the in the forties. Yeah. It's like he had in his mind that that brand is a good brand.
1: Yeah, but I think that's it. With time, so the brands have changed. It's just like say, if you think of the iPhone and stuff, people carry it, or the or the Mac, and and there is a brand. called there is a brand awareness about these things. It's interesting because um, someone I know um, recently went to the UK from the States. She was a, a very, on a very short trip and um, you know, she's reasonably well off and stuff. And what happened is she was carrying, um, she lost her phone, right? She was in a shop and then she must've put a bag down or something. And her bag went missing and she lost her phone. She will lost her wallet, which had $400 in it. And then I was talking to her and I said, are you all right, did you manage? She said, yes, yes, it's okay. You know, I always have a, I always have something in my pocket or whatever. And anyway, and she said, but I was really frantic because it was my bag. They took my bag, which was a Chanel. And then she said the bag was worth an awful lot. And yeah. then she said, when I was getting out of this particular shop, hanging on the rail was my bag empty. My phone had gone and my money had gone. And it was a Chanel bag and the whoever took it thought that must be a fake and <laughs> left the bag and took the money and the phone. And I just... I I'm just, sure she was I just so relieved. Thought, to... Yeah, she, was, she didn't care about the phone or the money. She just said, oh, it's my bag, which is worth so much. But then... It's like people... Carrie
0: Bradshaw from Sex and the City when she got mugged in, I think, season three or something. It was a Fendi baguette then. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah but you see, but this is the thing and that, like... Do you really know? I mean, you know, when people buy a big, uh, uh, you know, an expensive bag, okay, if you earn the money... Fair enough. I have no objections to anyone doing this. But, you know, there are so many different fakes and things around. But also people are so protective. They're not actually buying. Some of them are not buying the bag to use it and to enjoy it. They are buying it as an investment. They keep it covered in a cloth, in a cupboard. They only and take it not, out for a short time. And you're not
0: enjoying the bag. The whole point of buying anything, as whether yeah. it's a Is scarf it? or a bag or a jewellery, jewelry. you need to be enjoying it. Yeah. That That's the purpose of it. Otherwise,
1: it'll be sad. Yeah. So, so, and also another thing that I, uh, this is another one of my pet hates, somebody may find this um, uh, thing, is that if you are getting like branded clothes and branded bags and things, some of the branded clothes I see sometimes, and I see people wearing like, they may have a Gucci thing on or whatever, and it's got this stamped all over the back. So you're wearing it inside out almost, and the brand is out there just so that you can tell people that this is, I have got there and I can afford to wear this yeah. particular thing. Uh,
0: and. And sorry, this is going off a tangent. Slide. And, you know, and uh, there are people who are ultra rich. It's a whole thread on Reddit. And I've seen articles on it. The um, really rich people also buy fakes. And there's a whole psychology <laughs> yeah. behind yeah, all of that. Yeah, because it's how you
1: carry it, to tell you the truth. Because, like, you know, it's also, like, I suppose, jewellery. Because people if, will just assume it's a real. Yeah, it's like jewellery. You wear costume jewellery. And if you wear it well, it looks good. So, exactly. therefore, maybe there are a few lessons to be learnt here, like, you know.
0: And also, you know, the value of something is what you put in it. Whether it's, where, I mean, I'm, I'm not, I'm not condoning to buy a counterfeit, but the value of something is what you put in it. Whether it's a beautiful piece of jewelry or a costume jewelry, as long as you love it, that's what's valuable about <laughs> it. Whether it's a, you know, four thousand dollar bag, you know, I've see, there are bags which are, you know, the, the brand that begins with an H, you'd buy for like, I don't know, two million Hong Kong yeah. dollars for yeah, a yeah. bag, or whether it's a bag that's two hundred dollars or fifty dollars.
1: So-
0: I bought a bag in Far U. Street oh, yeah, yeah. and it was um, eighty dollars, oh. and it's made from the fabric that's you know sourced in Hong Kong locally, yeah. and it's a brilliant bag, and yeah. I get complimented that's every right.
1: time. No, it's so funny. When I was in Turkey once, I bought this kind of Gucci. It was obviously it wasn't yeah. real, like you know, but it looked really yeah. good, and the leather was really lovely, and I just remember really enjoying just the ba- because it was a lovely bag, right? Yeah. And, the and the then shape, one day when like, I was in the supermarket, I noticed that the Gucci little thing fell off it, <laughs> and. Uh, Then I went to the assistant. I said, listen, have you seen a little Gucci thing lying on the floor? Because if you do, just give it back to me, all right? Um, But but I just thought it was just so funny because I thought... It's fallen off, for goodness sake. Um, but, you know, I, I think so it's really funny. a matter of how much... Um, the, but, how you much know, you
0: enjoy yeah, wearing it. Yeah, you know,
1: it's whatever you wear, enjoy. But please, you know, don't pass judgment. And if there's any shop assistants listening out there, when somebody comes into your shop, and I know, as I said, I've seen this many times in, in I've felt it many times. Maybe it's because I'm South Asian, who knows? But, um, you know, but i felt it many times in Hong Kong where people, shop assistants, come on, you're doing a job, mate and just be just be respectful for anyone who comes in because for somebody who's coming in maybe they may be buying designer things all the time or they may be buying designer things after sort of one designer thing which is very special to them which they've saved up for and it's a bit of a treat and you should treat them like the queen or the king because people you know whatever decisions as a as a as a You know, somebody who's selling something in a shop, I think customer service, good customer service, a smile on your face, your body language, all these things are so important to make that experience memorable. Because frankly, in some places, I will never go back. I will never walk into those shops again.
0: Exactly, and um, just to end that, just remember Lee Kaching, the richest man in Asia. He wears a Casio or a Seiko. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure he has a nicer watch, <laughs> uh, You know, even bigger
1: brand watches. Yeah, but but I value don't think of, people who have got who have, have surround to. who have got a reasonable amount of money. So, uh, many people, you know, don't have to promote that okay it's about decency it's about respect it's about things it's not something that they necessarily need to to promote
0: and those are things that you can't buy with money i think that's the
1: important that's right and that's a lovely place to end yes
0: (laughs) (laughs) thank you so much sadia for your sharing today very interesting chinwag today and i look forward to more chinwags with you next week thank you very much